0: Welcome and back, No Means Nerds, No Means No Nothings, No Means Nutniks, N- to the episode 39 of the No Means Nothing, No Means No Thing podcast. 13s. The Triple podcast, lucky. there's 313s, where three complete fucking idiots do their best to try and find the best No Means No song of all time. Spoiler: there isn't one. But we're going to try anyway. We're going to try anyway. And you know what? We're getting close to the end of this first season. Uh, It's not season round. I don't know what the fuck you call it. But anyway, uh, you all know me. Uh, I'm one of the idiots. Jordan. Uh, Second idiot. Matthew. Hi. Third idiot. Michelle. Third idiot. Third (laughs) idiot. And uh, I guess uh, this, I don't know, the energy is going to be a little different this week, folks, because we, for many reasons, had to record in the middle of the fucking mm. afternoon. So it's not quite the evening energy. Weekend. I don't none of Long us on weekend think, here in Canada. On a weekend. Or a BC. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I guess for the two of the two of these guys, although Michelle has uh, air conditioning, don't tell people with, that it's like the, a
1: knob. Come on. I feel so I'm I'm sorry, guilty. But we're about recording
0: that. we're recording in this well, we're recording a week before this comes out. So probably for most of you, wherever you are, you've been experiencing Absolutely crazy. fucking yes. heat because this is our new normal. Apparently, this is we've broken the world. And welcome to the broken mm. world. Uh, luckily for me, I, I don't know what we've been in a bubble of 77 degree weather for the last two weeks. So I'm just lucky as fuck and counting my blessings. For sure, but poor Matthew. Yeah, it's it's sure on its not. way down so here. Do I had to
2: work through the week um, That's through good. sort of thirty three degree uh, weather, and it was no fun. <sighs> uh, yeah, it's it's better, but I am in whack, the whack, basement, whack, uh, back in the basement whack. with the spiders, uh, rather than in the garage back with the spiders, in the basement, yeah, little creep. Yep. <laughs> oh boy,
0: oh boy. I am in the basement too, hides, but it's a I think.
1: it's a finished basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on this the
0: is
2: what we call in Canada a semi finished basement, so. <laughs> yeah, nice, six, six and it. a half foot ceilings, and probably asbestos as tile up there.
1: Oh god, are you, is your head touching the top of the it's, ceiling, it's pretty, Matthew? It's pretty you're a tall guy. Pretty close. You're a tall guy. <laughs> a tall guy. Yeah. Step.
2: There's sort of recessed point point. Uh, recessed lights with still having incandescent bulbs in them, and I can definitely feel the heat on the top of my head when I walk underneath them. So oh,
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I, I mean, I. For form's sake, we can oh. do, oh, what are you drinking? but you know, I mean, holy fuck, what am I drinking? I'm drinking coffee is what I'm drinking. There's nothing interesting today uh, because it's too early for me to have alcohol because I have kids and I can't drink beer in the middle of the day. It just doesn't work for me. I'll fall asleep. Michelle, uh, how about oh you what's God. your can you, very you guys interesting make libation me record
1: at this hour here I have I, I it's don't have four any hours beer yeah,
0: earlier than we normally
2: record. <laughs>
1: I know. No, that's but a lot. Like, that's a lot. I have no sexual beer can noises. I have in my Dunkin' Donuts cup, if you can see it. Well.
0: Oh look. Oh, yeah. Dunkin it's donut. a Dunkin' Donuts okay. cup. Nice.
1: Inside my Dunkin' Donuts cup is Pete's French roast coffee.
0: <gasps> Bitch, that's yeah. what I have. That's Pete's oh my French God. roast coffee. Is it's the best the French best roast. Yet? I don't know. It puts
1: hair on your chest. I, I don't want. I fucking love I it. I don't
0: listen. I don't want to, like I'd rather find some great small little craft fucking thing. But Pete's I'm sorry, nothing has French matched roast. Pete's French roast. Matthew, I gave you no some. No coffee, no sugar, just yeah, strings grape. Matthew, shit. I gave you that some.
1: I good. know. See, we're gonna get yeah. some Guinness that's and Pete's and uh gifts here. Yes. Ooh, Guinness there but I go. always drink we coffee with a spoon in it. And I always like pry the spoon. I drink it like this. It's so I don't I don't understand nice. myself. But anyways.
0: Pete's that's, Pete's French roast coffee. So Maybe Matthew can rescue the segment with something interesting, or maybe well, not. Let's see. Matthew, what I, I you got? Tang. I made it. Uh, He's got
2: tang with uh, some minor exceptions. I made it pretty much two <laughs> months without uh, without drinking alcohol. Alcohol. Oh man, it is it you. is a long weekend, nice. and I um, haven't done any of it because it's too hot to do it. But yeah. uh, I'm going to be like digging holes and drilling holes in things with a hammer drill. So I got no. myself a fucking six because <laughs> I'm putting up a fence between.
1: What are you doing? Nice. What, what are you doing that for in the heat? You're going to fucking faint. I'm not. Oh. That's
2: the thing. But I, I thought I was going to. So He's I waiting.
0: bought myself. He's waiting some, until it cools some, down. Some,
1: um,
2: so
0: Oh, so we have are one. Are you going to have beverage. a beer right now? Holy yeah. shit. Why not? I it's have not a from uh, Lupulo
2: Brewery here in Whoa. Vancouver, BC, Canada. Um, it, the Ciri Selvatica goes with black lime. Which sounds refreshing a as what? all fuck go- go- it's a goes. 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 G-O-S-E is a sour beer. Goes are the gauze. Sour beer. Why would you do that to
0: yourself?
2: And then uh this is the four winds, another sour beer. They have made the nectaris for many, many years, which is actually very, very tasty, uh dry hopped, sour. Uh and they have added oh, passion fruit to it. So this is the passion fruit. Oh, that's a good looking oh, can nice. right there. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. That. That's, that's a joke. nice looking can. I've had this and it is That'd fucking my delicious. My favorite delicious. beer is a passion fruit beer, which I also have some of down there. The uh... Bomber Brewery, started by uh, Blair hey! Calababa. Yeah,
0: <gasps> Blair. Oh, nice. Hey, if that's your favorite beer, well, do it. So see, on. these are both passion, passion fruit favorites. Ones. Yeah, that's awesome. the The thick <clears throat> irony of you like actually drinking bubbles. an alcoholic beverage and and us not drinking. I know. An is absolutely it's absolutely hilarious. And for Jordan, guess what here. else you could it.
1: bring up that he's not doing?
0: <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, and here's <clears throat> another surgery Michelle, Michelle and I are wearing our brand new uh, Abe Brennan No Means No Mr. Happy shirts, which I fucking love. My son actually today is also wearing his. He was thrilled Pants to get pooper. this. Abe, if you're out there, fucking yes. fantastic work. Love it. Uh, we've seen a bunch of people around posting their pictures of you got, you know, Chuck looking at you. of uh, You got it's your shirt. It's so fun to and, see everybody uh, when
1: they get their mail, like, hey, look what I got.
0: It is fun, and it's—I don't know—it's just great to see new, no means no shit coming out. Whatever your mileage is with these designs, I happen to Mm. love them. I just think it's fucking great that there's new shit coming out. Uh, Part of the new, part of the Renaissance, which I hope just picks up more and more and more and more steam. We just got to get them uh, reissues out, and uh, we're all just waiting on that amazing, amazing book, which needs to take all the time in the world. We know it's moving along a pace and moving along very well. We've gotten you know good updates over time on that, so good
1: things come to those. Got to be patient.
0: And in the meantime, you all can just uh, listen to our stupid shit to keep all you right. tied over until the real stuff. Yeah, comes we're out. the
2: primary right. no means cell related content being produced in the world right now.
0: It's true. <gasps> and you know what? That's a fact. Oh my fact. god!
1: What a responsibility.
0: That is a weird. Oh my wow. god! Don't say that. A weird, that. bizarre fact. That. I'm gonna get weirded yeah. out. Yeah. 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 And I think you know, we're going to have to get real fucking serious about how the rest of this podcast mm-hmm. is going to go because it was always sort of hypothetical and weird in the future, like, ah, oh, we'll figure it out. Well, guess what? We got to figure how that shit out. How United States of Us? It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. No oh, exit uh, strategy. But you know there ain't too many Ooh, songs left, up with and, a big and, and, and uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, which which one of us is the Marjorie Taylor? Oh Green my God! Not me. Don't I'm not you gonna d- do it? What? Oh. So, so so. Uh, A little peek behind the hood, we did realize that, I don't know, some number of weeks ago that there were a bunch of like more obscure songs that we hadn't thrown in the mix. So that's probably why you're going to hear some of these ones coming up in the mix. It's going to be yeah, this last half has got some real bangers and some classic shit, but it's also got some weird, obscure shit coming up, including this Uh very episode. So buckle in. (laughs) Uh, some of you may have never. There's two songs in this episode that uh, so I'm guessing a, a good portion of you out there have never fucking heard. Uh, that would have been me a few weeks ago, one more for, or less. So oh, one anyway. for me,
1: not not the not the second one, but the one of them. No, I hadn't.
0: Yeah, what a treat. Yeah. I uh, certainly have not I certainly have not spent a lot of time with either of those. So they, they were they were kind of new to my ears. All right. Well, I guess do we have any other business we need to talk about before we dive into these? Uh, I might match-ups? have to get another but refill of op-
1: my coffee. Should I go do that now? Or? Yeah, why
0: don't you, uh, yeah, yeah, you go? Guys ahead and do that. Matthew about- Did you uh, did you crack did, open that yeah, beer? It's so, already? Good. it's so good. Yeah. How's it taste? Let me see the oh, I can't see because you're in a yeah. can, of course. Ooh, yum. I love passion fruit beer sounds. Yeah, no, really it's good. good. What's the brewery on that again? What's that? What's the percentage? Is that what you have? Oh, the uh, for no, the brewery.
2: They are in oh, nice. Delta, British nice. Columbia, uh, just sort of north of nice. uh, Michelle. There, actually, it might be closer to Michelle than to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, listen, everybody, while Michelle's off getting her coffee, uh, she's not up first anyway, so I'm just gonna go ahead and give us our first introduction as we talk about our first matchup. We've got uh, two songs. Uh, In my view, one of them is absolutely a kaiju versus a a strange uncle locked in the basement who's been hidden for, you know, three decades, if not more decades. Our first song is Give Me the Push off Dance of the Headless Bourgeoisie 1998 versus Too Much Dope. Which is, as far as I can tell, only off of, in terms of where the recording come, uh, has been made available, off of the All Your Ears Can Hear soundtrack, which came out in 2007. But this is a pre-Mama era song. Yeah. This is a early four track, basement track. That's, that's kind of what um, uh, Andy had said. He's like, I don't. I think this was before he even met the, the guys. Mm. So this was like super, super little kid, uh, no means no. It's official <gasps> yeah. price, no means no, if you will. <laughs> And actually, that that the as when we get there, you'll you'll hear. But it, it's a pretty short song, so I think for everybody's benefit, I may just put the whole thing in there because it's just about the size of one of our regular clips. But we're going to start off with a song that every single fan of No Means No fucking knows. If you don't know this song, you are not a fan of No Means No, and that song That's is nice. "Give Me the Push." So I am going to walk to the edge of the plank, close oh. my eyes, play a little clip. holy fuck this song oh my god oh are you kidding me so this song is high 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 in the pantheon for me I definitely think this is one of those songs that uh, epitomizes everything that's good about this band Um, the energy the catharsis the musicianship it just has that tone and feeling and sound that I just don't think any other band has ever captured. It's so fucking classic and beautiful and brilliant. Definitely one of my favorites off of this uh, album and just one of my favorites of theirs. I don't, I'm not going to put it at the top. I, we already know what my top is, but it's certainly up there. It's certainly up there. And it just makes me fucking joyous. Every time I hear it, there's not a single time I listen to this where my, there's not as giant shit, even grin on me. I'm banging my fucking Ooh. head. I'm, Probably hitting rewind a couple of times to just listen to <laughs> it or listen to that middle <laughs> section again or something like that. Uh, I, oh God, I just can't say enough about this song. And it's got like four lines, right? There's not, there's not a lot of words to the song. I don't know that it's, you know, it's not lyrically their most depthful. That's not its point. Right. It's, it's in that, it's in that sort of wheelhouse of like joyful reunion, right? It's got, it's just fucking oh, a lot nice. of words. It's got that, it's got that catharsis. It's got that drive. It's got that, genesis i don't know man it's just fe- let's say gen- maelstrom say a something exactly a maelstrom yeah yeah it is sort of like standing on the edge of the goddamn uh fucking <clears throat> plank on a pirate ship over over the you know between the scylla and charybdis just about to be popped into the fucking maelstrom that's Walk where you plank. are and then it's the guy and the guy turns around who's about to get poked off and just fucking th- puts up his middle finger in front what's of it what's he he right, his uh, I can't.
1: No, I can't, really,
2: can't, read, it. I can't it read, it. read it. It says "Sola and Charybdis.
0: <laughs> yes, I have no this. idea what Yay, you're talking about. The That's from the Odyssey. Oh my two god, big old you guys! I, you guys,
1: embarrassed? Make me embarrassed. I don't know shit.
0: No, 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 no. I don't know but shit. It, yeah, so very. it, it oh. But it definitely, you know, one funny little word thing that I had never occurred to me before is that in the lines he says, "Give me the push," pause, over the side, and it made me realize that it pushover is right there right like so there's two words are right up next to each other that doesn't seem accidental this is like
1: someone who's taken
0: someone who's who's taken taken for a pushover getting their fucking revenge or just turning around and putting up the big middle finger and just being like you know what fucking do it just fucking do it i'm gonna be just fucking fine do your worst do whatever you want i'll be sitting here floating (laughs) in the fucking ocean but i'm still alive Fuck you! I am. I'm still giving that, and it, it's always dorkier when you just do the one finger and not the thumb, right? Oh, um, shit. But it, it's Rob's. It's Rob's delivery oh of those God. vocals that, and and, and the primal Fuck screams oh. and the primal shouts. That's just transcendent. It's transcendent. Again, one of those things that we all, well, anybody who's a fan gives Rob real credits for his poetry, real credits for his bass playing. I want to continue to give him credit for his vocal talent. It is fucking crazy. And I just got to say, I'll talk a little bit more about this. Never. No, no, no. Talk maybe a little bit more about this with too much dope, but um, God bless his vocal nodules for taking him down from the super high Rob to the, low bassy rub like i don't know because it's not age like he was already I think it is age. in that so i don't that's know what did messy. it
1: you could you think yeah, so yeah because everybody's voice gets lower it when it could it gets, i don't know
0: man not, not, Elton John. True. not that Elton much john's
1: lower. voice he doesn't sing he can't hit those high notes
0: anymore no i mean that's true no. hey hey, in, hey you know you got a point okay. whatever, Women's whatever it was voices go down
2: whatever it was go up because of hormonal changes i can explain why uh-huh. that is but i'm not uh going to bore anyone with it <laughs> No, it's not. It's not by hey, all hey, hey, means. It it's, on, not, it's not uh, you know hard and fast, but that is the tendency. It's that's interesting.
1: Robert In any Plain, event, whatever. all right. I'm.
0: Whatever the, whatever the cause, I am super grateful because his low fucking bassy growls are transcendent. Yeah, they really yeah. get me. So this song is majority I'm going to be in a the in the Michelle area here the, about the music in terms of why it really fucking speaks to me that no. opening my favorite "No Means oh No" opening. God. It's so fucking cherry. This is the this is one of the few "No Means No" songs I learned all the way through when I was messing around on the bass. i'm Like I just got to mm-hmm. learn this song, so I've spent a lot of time. And one of my favorite things over the last couple of months was sitting here in my room working, and I heard Parker playing in the next room. And what was he fucking doing? He was playing oh nice on his bass. I'm like oh fuck you yeah, to, that's it, fucking you awesome. You need to
1: make his allowance um, uh, a little larger this this month. Yeah
0: yeah yeah. No, I I instantly put a little more on his card on that <laughs> one. Um, so I love that opening. It's so buttery and just the the notes he's playing are so fucking good. And he's got that little oh tremolo God. and that yep. it's so fucking good. The way the harmonics oh ring, God. just so, and then that the way they they grind into that feedback right before the quiet doo-doo, 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 just leads, brings you in real slow, just fucking gets you in. And then just, it fucking explodes. And I think, This song is so good at setting those two tones, this tone that's like low and expectant and just gets every muscle tensed and ready to fucking explode. And then it just absolutely gushes with release. It's so fucking crazy. And they do it so intelligently. Of course, Rob's voice, really low, give me the push. But Tom, I mean, not Tom, but uh, John is always really low on the Toms playing these fucking Tom rips, which are (laughs) fucking crazy. And then... We've got the uh, Rob's riff on the bass is on the lo- is lower on the frets. We've got you know like crazy uh, Tom doing uh, a really crazy texture guitar. Which I want to say that I think this is the song. Maybe this is maybe hyperbolic on this front, but I think Tom captures that Andy texture yes! guitar. On this song, better than almost any I totally other song. Agree it just with you. plays it's punk rock. It play, yeah, right. It plays in the punk background rock. and it's just kind of in and out and giving this great texture. And then, of course, when they explode into the I'm all right sections and it goes up on the bass fret, he's up on the snares and the and the cymbals just crashing up really high. The guitar then just starts fucking doing these power chords, and it's just this huge fucking release. And they give that to you back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth, and it's so fucking good it's such a journey and then that middle section holy Mm -hmm. fuck absolutely my best my favorite rather no means no musical break of all time that is so so good it is the baseline on that is just for me it just hits me right in the sweet spot that's always was always my favorite place to noodle on the bass that um uh uh bottom g and d so he'd do that he'd play the um the, the G string at the very bottom and and have the the, uh, the D string open and just playing around a lot on oh, the bottom part for that bass. And I always yep. loved to play that way because it's just fucking mm-hmm. satisfying and I've never heard it done better. Les Claypool plays around with that a lot too in a lot of his songs, but fucking Rob just nails it. And the way that too, that middle part goes through such a journey, it has these moments of peak and then a moments of buildup and quiet and then moments of peak until you get to that last machine gun bit a 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 bit it's just like oh my god this is just insane and then just a wall of fucking released energy right in your ears with them screaming, and screaming this is and just, good sex the song this is really good oceanic yeah, sex exactly. this is like fucking the sea king taking you <laughs> on the beach is what this is um i i i just I mean, fuck. I don't really don't know what else to say about this song because it's just gonna be a lot of hyperbole about how fucking great it is. I just think it's got such a great trade-off of energy in this song all the way through. Brilliant songwriting. I don't know whether this is a John composition or Rob. Ooh, I, I don't fucking that's care. A good question they're right all there. they're all at the huh. top of their games. I think every all three of them are at the top of their games with this song. It is Nigh on Flawless, and I do think it is one of their best songs in the sense that I think it encapsulates what makes them so powerful, why their energy is so fucking infectious, and how virtu- how they can use virtuosity uh, in the service of real energy and emotion. It's just... It's just fucking great. Give me the push any fucking day, man. Over the side, you can just sneak right up behind me. I'll take it, and I will. I will listen to the song till the day I die. Hundred percent. Fucking love it. Oh, All right, Michelle.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say something after that. Man, Ralph was right. Remember when he was talking about how he watching Jordan? That was a that was a riot watching you. <laughs> oh my God,
0: <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, my middle finger up. No, that
1: it. that wasn't it. You just Your eyes were closed. Your hands were...
0: Uh, your gosh, hands were up. I, I really wish I'd taken
2: a screenshot because I did... I know. Right you head were head like
1: just, a goddamn... A screenshot
2: and then make a little flash animation. It was
0: like... <laughs> There's no rave.
1: <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're like some... Yeah.
0: Just have to use crazy your Crazy Crazy pastor
1: talking about something real though this time anyways okay give me the push oh the intro you immediately you immediately know something needs to be said just listen to that bass in the intro it belongs in a goddamn museum it's the blues with anxiety this song is a great piece that shows the strength of all three all three players i especially love tom's punk rock guitar and the feedback Wow, oh, tons of great feedback. Yes. yes. The harmonic harmonies sung by John. I'm assuming it's John and Rob singing, but I'm I'm I am i i do not know if Tom is in there. Is he? I would assume so, since he's such a strong. He singer. He's live, like
0: when when he, when he plays it live, Rob really takes a back seat whenever there's any yeah, harmonies, yeah. and it's just Tom yeah, yeah, and yeah. John singing the harmonies, yeah. right? But that's live cuz I think the bass is so complicated but I think you're right. I think they I, all They sing must
1: cuz Tom's sure. su- such a such a strong singer and has such a great voice. But in in the recording all I hear is John and Rob. Um it just it sounds amazeballs. balls. There's colossal screams in here by Rob and you can almost hear his signature laugh in some of them. This song is a banger. <laughs> yeah. This song is a banger, a banger with mash.
0: Nice. Nice. Matthew. All right, all Are you right, Matthew.
2: Potatoes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you <Yes. laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a great, um, really, really great one. And it's interesting that the um, the words that you guys use uh, lots of um, invocations of uh, water and storms and that sort of stuff. And that's uh, pretty much what I wrote down as well. Um, you mentioned Sella and Charybdis, and um, that was two giant monsters so uh kai- kaiju yeah. of uh, of the greek period i guess uh, one was a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. totally unseen exactly. <laughs> um a whirlpool that sucked uh, sailors down and Scylla, i believe was a many-headed kind of long-necked um creature that would pluck sailors from the decks of ships it's probably right right probably there. the wind um but uh, yeah, very very elemental kind of uh, kind of song, and I think um, this is <laughs> I <need to> read. <laughs> Rob's uh, interest in um, Persian or Arabic scales because I, I think there's there's that yes. in this the Locrian mm-hmm. mode yep. or some such. Oh, yep. um, yeah, because uh, I was writing things like uh, delirious and uh, dervish. Uh, and I think the fact mm, that there yep. are such very, very few lyrics, I mean, there's probably only about maybe 25, 30 words in the whole thing and they're repeated is again, as I've mentioned in previous uh, previous songs, and it, it does seem to be in his later output that uh, it's maybe a, a dikr, that Sufi tradition of uh, mm-hmm. repeating um, oh, religious oh, words to mm-hmm. get you closer to, to God. And this is, this is of course, um, this exact dichotomy um in uh the the Sufi tradition it's uh, union with or annihilation by god uh and maybe they're the same thing and that's kind of what this song is about it's push me over the side yeah.
4: um
2: sometimes you're pushed over the side to save you when the ship's going down and sometimes you're pushed over the side to drown you uh, so w- which is it? Yeah. Is it, uh, are you going down to hell or are you, are you rejected from heaven? Are they the same thing? The act is the same. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the bass solo intro is, is just oh, it sort of sets up God. the whole thing. Fuck. You know, it's like the calm before the storm really. Oh. And uh, that uh, yeah. incredible contrast that's uh, in like, that's a really, really turbulent sound of the, um, uh, the, the Tom, uh, Tom rolls and Tom fills uh, are like, you know, uh, turbulent water. Uh, totally delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Rob's yell is turbulent as well. It's, it's like he's very, very clear, but he actually sort of pushes himself right into that really, really shredded sound um, as he's yelling. Um, anyway, yeah. Are you, by giving me the push, are you dooming me or are you saving me? And I think maybe the, another metaphor is that, Uh, we're often so, you know, caught, I certainly feel this way a lot in middle age, like which direction are you going to go? Um, maybe something just needs to happen to give me a push to make me take a risk. Um, but, uh, going towards uncertainty is always, uh, difficult. Um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe, uh, the, the bridge where the, uh, it sort of becomes a little bit more happy sounding not quite so ominous is maybe mm-hmm. you know the storm's still going on but the sun starts to break in to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: into yeah. the storm and
2: maybe there's some hope maybe there's some direction uh, some you know pulling yourself out of the maelstrom um, yeah and I'm, I'm alive and I'm alright uh, I'm alright you know it's like I'm okay but maybe I'm not totally okay It's uh, maybe that's where we all are <laughs> Most hmm. of the time, um, being, it's more than being alive. It's kind of the same thing.
1: <laughs> It'd be my answer these days. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? I'm all right. But there's
2: a part right before, uh, maybe it's a bridge. I never know what to call the parts of these, but it sort of gets quiet and oh, I'm all right. And then before it goes mm-hmm. right back into the, uh, yeah. the rapids again, it sort of makes me think of, uh, that precarious thing where, you know, there's something balancing on the edge. And it's just that tension where is it going to sort of settle back onto the deck or is it going to tumble into the, into the abyss Um, and uh, right back in there. And then um, Tom's guitar work is really incredible. I really like the the texture as well. What it made Mm -hmm. me think of. And uh, a lot of the No Museo songs that I like the best um, actually give me sort of uh, polysynthetic sort of cross modal. Hallucinations almost, where I start seeing images, and this is definitely oh, one awesome. of the, the the sky and the sea. And um, the uh, little bit of uh, texture reminds me maybe the sound of seabirds like circling over the maelstrom, over Charybdis, as uh, we all get sucked down to the bottom to be with the crabs and the mice. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> to be with the crabs. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so that's about all I got. Yes. Nice. That's oh, great. Man. That's great. And and you know, it's really interesting to me uh, what you say about the um it's all right and I'm alive parts cuz you're right. Those are two things that if you I, well, one thing I think it's interesting at the very end of the song, you have that different delivery where it's like, "I'm all right." <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just kind of like it just kind of says it, which is more how you would normally say those sort of words, but to hear those phrases sung with such fucking passion already sets up a kind of dissonance to have someone screaming, I'm yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're trying like, to well, convince you know, yourself. Like, you're all right. You're trying like, to convince you, yourself. Yeah, so, That's what he's doing. It's mm-hmm. so
2: interesting. I think. But, holy shit.
0: Uh, I'm sorry in yeah. advance. I think I have to turn the fan back on.
2: <laughs> hey. starting to show. That's okay.
0: You know what? Let's take, a, let's take two seconds where I'll clip this podcast because I got to go let my dog in. She's barking Aww. outside. I'll be right Aww. back, everybody.
2: That's better. Hey. Sorry, where did he go? I had my headphones out.
1: He went to uh, he went to let his dog in. The dog's outside barking. Oh,
2: Yeah.
1: And you're tur- turn on the fan, man. Oh, did you turn on. it on? Yep. Well, that's no. What's the one that's behind your uh, shoulder there? Wasn't that was that the one you were using? I got
2: two pointed at me.
1: <laughs> you have two fucking fans on? No, oh, I have one on,
2: but two are pointed at me.
1: Oh man,
2: how hot is
1: it there right now? What, what is it with your uh, Celsius? Uh, it's not Celsius? actually
2: that bad. It just seems to be. Um, a little pocket here. I don't know. It's it was only thirty, only thirty, but it's been 33 34 in the last few days. It's and like eighty-six,
1: right? Something like that. I don't know. It's
0: below freezing for uh, in a. There is there is
2: nothing intuitive <laughs> about Fahrenheit the fucking Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit scale. Fahrenheit. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> nope. There's nothing intuitive about Zero, any of our yeah, shit. We're America. No, well, we gotta make it, make Land it. of the free. Free to the power of the people <laughs> of the uniform. All right. Let's uh let's move on to our yeah. second. I'll make a case the... for
2: inches God, and feet any one. any time. I use them all the time, but uh, no, not Fahrenheit.
0: No. Nah. <laughs> no Fahrenheit's stupid stupid garbage. Uh, whoever came up with Fahrenheit must have been on Too Much yeah. Dope! Oh, <laughs> yeah. What a segue. Oh Woo. yeah, but um boom. Hey everybody. <laughs> let's talk about this song, Too Much <laughs> Dope, which is off of all your eyes can hear No. Ears. All My your eyes can, can cry. Can all your eyes can cry. Anyway, you know what? Clearly I've had too much fucking dope, so let's just listen to this whole fucking song. <laughs>
3: I'm falling right.
0: Song, so super duper ruper early four track oh. rarity right like i had never heard this one until now i don't think it's hard to find out there i had to have matthew find and send me the link to it it's only released um, it's in canada apparently no I'm well just and kidding. it's on I'm that uh i don't which i thought i'd seen this documentary i have not seen this documentary i you haven't seen and i documentary? should all years Sort of I, it. Uh, yeah, I, to, I right? think I That's have
1: I th- I have right. I have Doug's book Doug I still have your book and it's in pristine condition and will be returned
0: there you go. to you. So I could probably get it
1: out of the
2: library.
0: So this is like this is that era of no means no. We've played you know a number of these songs from that era where they just didn't know what the fuck they were going to be yet. Right? Like J- John oh. is still clearly was born with more arms exactly. than two, so he's already like demonstrating that he's just fucking from mm-hmm. another planet. Yeah um rob rob sounds like a very very young man he's got a real high voice that's just it's like I, I think i played this for my for parker the other day in the car he's like who's that singing i'm like it's rob he's like no it's not fucking rob i'm like yeah it's rob listen he's like oh it is Rob. Before puberty um uh, you know, tons of skill, but, you know, Rob's still letting his bass play off in the back real fuzzy and low and letting that guitar be all fuzzy and loud up front. And it you know, just hadn't quite figured out that, oh, we're a two-piece. We're, let's fuck, fuck the guitar. A we don't need that. Band. Um, yeah, right. I, the early skill. Excuse me, that coffee's got me burping. Uh, that early skill is undeniable. Mm. It's almost impossible. So Matthew made a real good attempt to transcribe the lyrics and if you were to see what we what he came up with it's like three words and then a big blank section <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> and then a couple of words and then a big blank se- you can't fucking it's translate one shit. it's one of the only no so me songs that i could
2: not find lyrics for anywhere on the internet so um uh,
0: no, no nowhere no nowhere, nowhere. Uh, and you That's can't really good. pick them out. You can't really pick them out. So what is it about? I don't know. I mean, in a way, this is like an early echo of a little too high, right? From what I can pick out, it's about living that life of being just too much dope. Although this does seem to refer specifically to marijuana on more than one occasion. So, it Oh, seems I'm like glad to hear that. I was worried that it, like... it was like uh a... nah, No, I think... It, well, I, and I can't say it for sure because, again, I got a third of the lyrics, maybe, that I can understand. The rest... But I definitely the smells of marijuana in the room. There's just, there's plenty of reference to actual that kind of dope. So I think that's what it's about. Other than that fucking, I don't know, man, <clears throat> It's probably in the name of the song. It's about smoking too much dope, being too much dope, being young and having friends who smoke too much weed and laugh, walk around, or maybe they were smoking too much weed. I don't fucking know. So it's hard for me to talk about this song. It's, I feel a little weird actually throwing this one in the mix and the other one in the mix. They're good. I'm glad we have to, but I've not lived with this song like I've lived with the other songs for well, thirty years or I've even ten years. When we're talking about the EPs, so I mean I'm not going to go back and listen to this <gasps> one again. I'll what? say that I'll be honest. What like I don't. The... What? Well, I don't know, man. It's okay. It's a good rarity, but I don't love it. I don't love it. It's I'm fun, telling. and I appreciate it for yeah. what it is, but. Hey, they didn't love it enough to do anything but let it languish on a fucking, you know, soundtrack floor that probably got dug up from... They this they is, don't think they loved the it very disgrace. much. Yeah, I know. Hey, listen. You guys had last week to be the, the pariahs. This will be my week to be pariahs. Um,
4: well, maybe yeah, I'll it. vote I don't for it just because you said It's that. fun.
0: <laughs> Go for it. I fucking triple dog dare you. Triple dog right, dare. We'll- anyway... It is a fun song. They are very skilled. It's really good to hear their early energy. It's not bad in any stretch. It's just, it's before they were no means no. As far as I'm concerned, like this is just kind of proto no. Uh, proton means no. Full on. It's proton. Yeah, proton means no. <laughs> uh, so there's there's my really shitty foe take. Means uh, foe means foe. Strange.
1: You want to say that too?
0: Fo <laughs> means foe. See, that's what, that's oh, what boy, that boy. no means
2: mock guy should have called his project was foe means foe.
0: It is foam <laughs> means foe. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Fucking god damn it. Um, all right, Michelle, please do better yeah, than that. I, I will because, because I I'm I'm embarrassed yeah. for you. Excellent.
1: There, t- t- please. Yeah, that's good. You're probably drinking decaf too. Fuck that. <laughs> now decaf listen. Suck my this is a Devo infused gem. Sure. Don't say that, Jordan. Uh sure. Say say it. Okay.
0: I'm oh not gonna God. say it. Maybe the la la la. I like no, that part listen. a lot. That's All pretty right.
1: great. I can't say I've heard this too much in my life, and it's quite the find. And ho ho ho. There's the na 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 na, na that riff that they used in the song. Now see, oh,
2: it was. Good yes. To see that. Yep. No.
1: Yep. Jordan. That was my
2: big thing. You just song. Jordan,
1: go fuck yourself. Nice. You love that song. Nice. You go I do. in there and yeah. you listen to this again, young man.
0: It's in the la 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 part. But they,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, But they did, it, they did it better. In now, It that's yeah, where, it where that's it, where it, it works. Yeah, but it had to get born somewhere, didn't it? That's great. I'm not saying I don't appreciate it, but I don't have to fucking oh, just, love it, you, right? Because like, there's no I, words I it. it. This is great. No, I just, yeah, well, it's, I, I, I don't know. I can't like them all. What do you know? Be boring. <laughs> all
1: right, I'll continue. Even though, even in the short. Slam of a tune, you can hear so much talent and incredible lay down. They're tight as fuck, as Jordan would say. And if you listen to John, you'll lose your shit. About the sound quality mix, there's something creepy and cool about it. It's like a cotton ball with a cherry pit in it, or a Star <laughs> Trek tribble.
2: Nothing but reproductive organs nice.
1: and <laughs> Yeah, there's something in there. In all that fuzz, there's like Wait. a hard fucking pit. I'm not too fond of the dope, dope, dope ending. But overall, this song kicks ass, and I love it. Kicks Excellent. ass. Ass kicking. Drama. You All go right, listen Matthew. to that again, young man.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, you got to listen oh, to that no. bit, because I, I picked it up, too. There's, It's almost yes. identical, unchanged uh, riff from now. No, I can hear it in my head now,
0: even when you're saying it. And I'm listening, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah." So So, um,
2: um, this song, as I listened to it many, many more times than I might have before (laughs) to try and uh, carve out the lyrics. I mean, you know, it's it's the song of a young dude. Um, All I can think of is hanging out in Victorian punk houses. Um, And this one would have been about a decade before I was doing any of that. Um, But uh, you're just too much dope you're just hanging out in a house um one of these big old fernwood houses that uh used to have servants quarters and everything like that but it's just like a whole bunch of punk kids renting a big old house and i don't know whether uh rob lived like that but i'm absolutely positive they were uh, in and out of victoria punk houses and so it's just a bunch of Uh like young kids i mean here we go uh from what i could pick out um something about punk rock. Maybe you can't heal the sore. Can't get up off the floor. A long haired girl is taking over the door. I can't imagine what she's looking for. Um, what a way to start the day. I don't care what records play. Um, I start May every morning smoking weed. I laugh at all the people that I meet. So maybe he's making fun of these people. Maybe he's just, um, you know, yeah. uh, look at these burnouts. Cause uh, knowing so it certainly worked <laughs> um, as deeply in the, uh, like Fernwood or downtown Punk scenes because they're suburban guys and older than probably some of the people that they would have been uh, mature, singing in these houses. Right. So, um, but yeah, uh, punks. then also some you know, calling out. I cannot see my fantasies are after me. So you know they were probably smoking weed too. So this is a song about being young, being probably poor, uh, renting these big old houses uh, that are not available to uh, the average renter these days anymore. And the right, punk, punk yeah. house. Um. Lying around, looking at everybody else lying around, feeling kind of paranoid, feeling kind of annoyed by other people. Um, but you put it best, Jordan. Four track fuzz fest, which yeah. is exactly what it is. Um, it's a, it's a fun song. Um, I love the fact that that uh, now was lit, riff was in there. But yep. um,
1: I think I heard it.
2: Yeah, it's just a bit uh, silly little song, but fun, and I'm glad I got to hear it.
0: Yep. Yeah, me too. I thought it's like that. Silly little song. Fun. Glad I got to hear Silly. it. It's about sums up nope. my feelings on it. <clears throat> yeah. Silly.
1: All
0: right. Well, I guess we have to vote on this one. We know Michelle is just going to fucking piss off everyone and vote for that Whoa. one now. So I'm going to go ahead and vote. for I'm just kidding. I'm going to vote for this one first. And I am I'm going to give it to give it the push. Give Me The Push, rather, Um, I will say that Give Me The Push probably would have been a pick of mine over many, many songs. So even though for me this is kind of an easy poll, Give Me The Push has the weight behind it that it would have come out on top or made other picks far more challenging. Uh, But anyways, I absolutely am thrilled to put my vote for Give Me The Push. Michelle.
1: All right. I'm going to vote for Give Me The Push, too. However, uh, too much dope is dope. Nice. you hear what I'm saying
0: Matthew All right. I do
2: um uh, Dess of the headless bourgeoisie is a it's a it's a tricky album you know there, a lot of the songs are not pleasant to listen to a lot of the time they, a lot of them are uh, you know it's great mm. but it's a lot of work and they're thinky and yeah they're, to, you know, yes yes they're
1: um, finding their their feet
2: this is one that makes you feel uh, and uh, I, I really like that about it it's a it's a very like I think I use the adjective uh, uh, elemental um and mm-hmm. uh, it fits in well on the album, but uh, it's, I think, probably one of my favorites off of this album as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, the uh, Too Much Dope is great. It makes me think of what things must have been like in uh, a Victoria Punk House circa 1979. Uh, but I got to give it to um, give me the push because uh, maybe the uh, experience isn't Too Much Dope. Were what gave no means no the push. It's like, oh, we don't want to be like that. Don't want to be like these burnouts. Yeah.
0: Side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, as I expected, and I'm I'm happy about it. Gimme the push has pushed too much dope. Now, now right they over sing the about side. too
1: many oysters.
0: We <laughs> <All> <laughs> we right. are now going to move into our middle segment which is when we get to hear from a listener. We have a recording this week. Before we dive into the recording and talk about who this is from, Matthew, why don't you give us the short plug of uh, mm-hmm. who, we're, who we're listening to or what, uh, what we're asking so of So we have
2: been uh, petering out a little bit on uh, listener submissions. We would love it if you would get in touch with us. Uh, tell us your no no stories. Tell us what no means no means to you. Tell us what uh, uh, your no no origin story, don't how you discovered them. something tell us something and uh, you can send that information to no means, nothing podcast at gmail.com. Send it, uh, type it out or send a sound file. uh, Let us know which of us you'd like to read it. Um, But yeah, please uh, send it on in. Uh, Everybody likes to hear this stuff. Um, I am going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt that you're just too busy in the summer uh, to, who, uh, send us your stuff but please we're running out a little bit even though I don't know Jordan you sort of curate that stuff uh, I think there are still a few yeah
0: we have a few yeah we've got a few and and Chuck we've got yours in the can yours are <laughs> coming out too. don't worry about it man but
2: also um, um, we may be switching things up for the next round uh, cause, which is fast yep, approaching yep, yep, and yep. Uh, so in terms of that style of list or submission you may be running out of opportunities as well so
0: uh, we're just that's right decided. that's true <laughs> Now, now that said, we fucking love to hear your Uh. shit, even if it's not for like, so let me put in another pitch. If you have a story or just want to gush about the band back at us, but don't want it read on the air because you're not into that then do that too. We've gotten lots of emails from people. Well, not lots, but you know, a number of people just communicating with us about their love of the band and all that kind of stuff. I love to hear that too. It doesn't have to go on the pod. We love to hear it and want to put it on the pod, but we just love to hear from you anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, don't feel you necessarily have to send us something for digestion on the podcast, but we do want that as well. And don't forget, no means nothing podcast at gmail.com, but also you can call us on our very special phone number, And that's at area code 415-493-8630. That number one more time is 415-493-8630. Remember, you've only got
2: three minutes to to barf out what you got to say. So um, edit it down or uh, be prepared to be slightly disappointed because you have to call back.
0: And uh, before we get on to our listener submission, I want to share a transcript of my favorite voicemail I've gotten thus far. It says, hi, this is John Hogan. I'm actually calling for a gym at (laughs) summerfieldslabs.com. I don't know if I have the correct number, if that's been exchanged or anything like that, but the simple question is, whatever happened to Market Space program at Las Positas College? (laughs) So uh, John Hogan, if you're listening, thanks for submitting. It's really great. Glad you're a fan of the podcast. So we now are going to listen to... (laughs) <laughs> Pavel Zawaslak I think I got there that kind of awesome right talk. Pavel, excuse me if I if I didn't but um, we're going to listen to three clips and I don't know if either of you have heard these yet I don't know nope. Michelle hasn't I She's always, always wait till these
1: because it's, it's exciting so for
0: me. crank up your headphones Brach. and uh, ah. exactly um, and here we go
4: Hi guys, Pavel here you might wonder which one <laughs> well let's just say one of those who butchered a turnip or whatever that was on the plate, a uh, wink to Matthew for doing this mock-up. When I saw this, that gave me a chuckle. Um, and since in the episode 20, uh, you asked so nicely all Pavlos of the world to submit their Naomi's no stories. <laughs> I just couldn't ignore it. So uh, yeah, here I am. So as far as my gnome's no origin story goes, um, I don't know whether there is such, such thing in the US or Canada, but in Poland, at least back in the day, we would have this uh, pre-Christmas tradition of buying gifts to someone randomly chosen. Whoa. So basically everyone in the class would end up uh, with a present from unknown colleague. So when I was in my first year of art high school, and that was in 1992. I happened to be picked by my best friend, the only dude I knew at the time who was into punk and hardcore. Uh, He got me three cassette tapes, Uh, the Ramones' It's Alive, Better Religion Against the Grain, and No Means No, uh, Zero Plus Two Equals One, Ah. or it might have been small parts. I can't recall which one was it. Um, My memory these days is not very uh, reliable. Anyways, I couldn't connect much with the first two, especially with the Ramones. But fuck me, no means no blew my socks off right from the start. It was like nothing I had heard before. Um, And to give you a backdrop to better understand what I was coming from at the time, I was just freshly recovered from the New Kids on the Block craze Oh my and God. I was just starting to test the waters beyond mainstream. Oh, and I remember being in awe for yeah, uh, Angel there. Dust of oh, Faith No More. So having this friend in my life uh, tossed me into a totally different realm of music. Uh, he introduced me to underground bands like Fugazi. Bad Brains, Dead Kennedys, uh, The Misfits, Killing Joke, right, right. and bunch of early straight-edge hardcore bands like Minor Threat, Gorilla Biscuits, and so on. But No Means No, from day one, has always been the shit. Uh, mm. Numero uno.
0: Word. All right, now we're going to listen to his clip about what No Means No means to me,
4: to him. What No Means No means to me. Um, These days, in my mid-40s, I probably think about them a little bit less because I have some adult shit to deal with, um, which I'm sure most of NOMIs, no fans can relate to. Um, But back in my formative years, um, they were the kings of the hill. They were untouchable. Um, And without a doubt, they still are. Um, It couldn't be otherwise since I even inked myself permanently. With the Nomi's No logo on my body. Um, Soon after I discovered them and fell for them. I actually drifted more towards hardcore and heavier stuff. And honestly, there hasn't been much punk in my music diet. But Nomi's No has never left the throne. uh, Keeping their number one spot firmly. Uh, they They are unshakable. Uh, No other band carries so much sentiment. Um, Rob was the reason that I became obsessed with bass and wanted to become a bass player, which subsequently happened about 10 years later. I would lie, though, um, if I said I love all their albums equally. um, I like them all, and I see value in each and one of them. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: But... Some of them clearly stand out for me. Uh, I especially have a soft spot for their um, 80s and early 90s releases. My favorite album, hands down, is Small Parts um, with the the EP attached to it. What a banger. Uh, 10 out of 10, easily. Um, The second one coming close is uh, 0 plus 2 equals 1. Which, in my book, is also ten out of ten. <laughs> surprise,
3: surprise!
4: Nice. Um, I saw Noemi's No Live probably about four or five times um, between nineteen ninety five and two thousand six. And when I moved to Sydney, Australia, in two thousand seven, oh. I had high hopes to see them uh, again. But I guess I moved to the wrong country, yeah,
3: yeah. to
4: which uh, very few bands come on tours. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking too far and too expensive for everyone. And my dreams uh, to see them live again crashed when they call it quits. Um, And all I have now are fainted memories of their gigs in Poland. My no is no personal story. Uh, Well, there's one I'm sure many of us who attended their live shows can relate to. Uh, We all know Rob's uh, take on Whenever someone from the crowd jumps on the stage and mm, fucks around, not good. disrupting their uh, performance,
1: not good.
4: So I saw Rob um, having a very physical reaction to such circumstances twice. Oh shit! Um, on the last show I saw them, uh, which was uh, 2006 in Warsaw, Poland, a dude ran onto the stage uh, in a hyperactive mode, clearly very proud of himself. Okay. And when he stood behind Rob to give him a hug, well, you know, only one thing could happen. Rob swinging a solid kick right into dude's uh, ass crack,
3: which subsequently
4: (laughs) threw him off stage. Well deserved, nevertheless, somewhat shocking. And later that night, my friend was going to interview them for his student radio. And I got a chance to see them up close. I tried to keep it cool, but... Inside, I was trembling. I wanted to ask Rob if I could get a photo with him, but that recent ass-kicking incident had already imprinted on my mind, and and I felt intimidated. Hmm. Um, Then I thought that I might never get a chance like this, so I just asked, and he was super nice and mellow. Um, I got a photo with him and my then-girlfriend. I was ready to die.
1: (laughs)
3: <laughs> Another
4: story I could throw in would be about the Nomi's No T-shirt competition, um, which I believe was held by Manic Pogo. I think I came across this news on one of the social media channels, uh, or No Means whatever website. And the moment I saw this, I must have dropped everything I was doing at the time and instantly whipped out some designs. I really got in the zone with this one, um, and then then there was waiting, a lot of waiting. Uh, the competition results were dragging, and I almost forgot about it. Then all of a sudden, I got an email from Brad from Manic Pogo yeah, saying Reynolds. that I won, and my crown telephone pole um, had been chosen by John Wright himself oh boy oh, i the... almost pissed myself uh, i still remember this uh visceral reaction i had to it um head rush uh, heart palpitation and excitement mixed with uh disbelief i was ready to die again
2: yeah nice. that uh design yeah, was tattooed queen. on think... uh, our friend
0: cam's ribs oh <laughs> nice. that's it's what the, you it's it's the Staring up at the telephone Wait, pole. I've got it right behind me. He's the fucking
1: guy that designed that? Yeah.
0: I believe oh so. Oh, my yep, that's, that's God. that's Pavel. So, Pavel, uh, just so you, if oh. you've listened to this episode, hopefully you're still listening to the podcast, I've always coveted that t-shirt, never was able to grab it when it was out. And I had said that early in our podcast, and Michelle took her copy of that t-shirt, framed it, and sent it to me. And I now have it proudly centered yeah. in my Zoom view. Because it doesn't fit me anymore. Me, what the fuck <laughs> is that? It never oh, fit me man. but I kept the shirt. I absolutely love that design. One of my favorite. Oh nose man, nose that's right. And Cam's got
1: time. the tattoo. Yeah,
0: yeah that's and
2: does Paul um, know probably.
1: that there's that somebody has a tattoo of his design on their body? Does he?
2: I think. He, holy shit! I know. he may not know. I don't know whether I've mentioned this. I probably have. It's been a long time since we started the podcast. But there's a particular resonance to, um, Crows
0: and yeah,
2: yeah. East East Vancouver and Burnaby where um, you know, John used to live and. Uh, actually Tom did too. And uh, Rob still lives, um, every night, uh, at dusk, um, this huge, I think it's to do with, ai um, I don't know, some good air, uh, uh, air current or something like that, but uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of crows fly from the rest of the city and from the waterfront, um, down sort of the central axis of the peninsula that Vancouver is on, uh, yeah. to, um, a couple of, like, large parks in, in Burnaby. Uh, so it's always quite disorienting. But uh, it's sort of a symbol of East Van wow. as well. Wow. Yeah, I got to awesome. go and see that's that someday. Awesome.
0: For real. Serious. Yeah. Well, another amazing fucking Jeez. entry. Thank you. I'm sure all of you enjoyed that as much as we did. Fucking great. Oh, my great. God. I can't, and, uh, I can't believe what I great, just heard. A great segue into our second set of matchups, which is... As even stranger than the first, so this uh, set of songs. The first one is "Lullaby," off of "Why Do They Call Me Mister Happy" nineteen ninety three, but only the CD version, not the LP. And versus "No Means No," which is off of the "Over a Century of Vivisection and Anti-Vivisection" <laughs> compilation from nineteen ninety one. It's apparently a mama out. I think it's also on "All Years Can um, Hear." That we're, uh, yeah, yeah. Too much dope came from as well oh is it really i didn't see it on there but i think but this one actually got a separate release i don't think too much dope ever did this one was on from that uh no more vivisection which is around that era i think so it was kind of like it got kind of released um early um all right so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and let our mommies tuck us in and sing us a little song and listen to a little bit of this lullaby before matthew uh tells us the story (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Matthew, tell us, start again and tell All us right. what he thinks of Lullaby. Um, it's
2: interesting that we got uh, Give Me the Push and then Lullaby. They're both uh, songs where uh, very few lyrics and they're very, very repeated. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, a lullaby is, is like that. It's something uh, soothing. Um, and a uh, uh, uh is also soothing. It's like a meditation. So they're interesting that they both came up with the same, uh, same show. So it is, as I say, chilling. Uh, Let the bells ring out. The hero is dead and the children are in bed. So imagine that story, that bedtime story that's been told as the lullaby is being sung. The children are thinking about the hero, but the hero is dead and not with the princess. Uh, (laughs) All right. Yeah. And then the rest of the song is sort of a pseudo quotation from uh, Dancing in the Street, which was written... Um, by Marvin Gaye uh, and originally yeah. performed by Martha oh. and the Vandellas uh, in 1964. Mm-hmm. And for uh, children, I was born in the 70s and sort of became aware of music in the 80s, is uh, the, one of the most annoying songs ever performed <laughs> by uh, Mick Jagger and, uh, and David Bowie. And of oh, course, because God. you know I was only becoming aware, I had no reverence for Bowie and Jagger at that point or their history or how edgy they used to be or anything like that. It's (laughs) just a symbol of how it is like distilled eighties, that fakey fake ass, like enthusiasm that was sort of like, this is the tipping point of the eighties. Like, you know, 1984 had, um, you know, uh, Back to the future. It had like eighty-four had a lot of right. cool shit. Eighty five was a tipping point where it's just like, ah
4: you got fucking sick <laughs> of oh, this man, fucking decade. It. And you take a oh, look at that fucking yeah.
2: video of Jagger and like So bad and oh, uh, Come on, Bowie please. and his oh, got like, some dance
1: Jagger does. Don't you dare. Yeah, but
2: he also has a puffy sh- <laughs> like know. teal shirt puffed into tucked into puffy pants and the worst this, mullet it, I've
0: ever fucking seen. It, it his head, only, his it head epitomizes looks like a my fucking kernel of popcorn. Exactly. It <laughs> epitomizes my least favorite periods and looks for both oh Bowie God. and Jeff. Like, I love both of them, but this is like like their moment where they're both at their native. But like, it's oh, it's oh interesting that
2: this song and it like that, that Rob is invoking, and I'll get to like why I think he's doing that in a bit, but just I didn't know very much about the history of the song. For to me, it was just like such fakey, fake enthusiasm. They changed the lyrics from the original. The original just mentioned sort of like, you know, dancing in the street in all these American cities, and then the they, they quote directly right. and, the, and then they talk about Brazil and China and all these it's like oh it's getting bigger in the world and yeah, yay ity yeah. fake, fake 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 ass and um, <laughs> turns out though that the Martha and the Vandellas song and you know I, I've learned more about Marvin Gaye over the years as well and the guy was mm-hmm. really uh, quite an activist um, right and uh, this song was released in 1964 in 1965 it was uh, banned from the radio because of a rumor that it inspired the Watts riots whoa and it Ooh. became a symbol of the sort of like black power black revolution in the states whoa so it's it's really that is quite a dichotomy that's quite like a, a symbol of um yeah you know uh power and rising up versus like right. total same 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 conformity um Two white guys. Two in white guys, shirts. over the hill white guys. I might add, because like I, I as I said, I you yep. didn't. It was certainly not their heyday, and I wasn't. You know, no. kind of. You know, everyone knows who Mick Jagger is, but that was like the first yeah. thing that I kind of knew music that I saw him produce uh, as a, as a kid watching videos in you know the the, the mid eighties. Um, and uh, I looked it up. Mick Jagger was forty two.
1: Oh my god! When that was
2: filmed, <laughs> and Bowie was wow. thirty eight. Oh wow! Oh my god! Yeah. So anyway, um, I think this is exactly why uh, Rob uh, kind of invoked this song. It's because, um, Mm. you you know, I I think it was originally um, well-intentioned and it really did sort of mean that uh, music will bring us all together and everybody's just dancing so you don't have anything to worry about. Mm. Um, And then all that, the kind of darker connotations and sort of racist, racial connotations, and then the totally insipid ones from the 80s. Uh, and it was covered by other lots of other bands. Like Van Halen covered it. The Mamas and the Papas covered it. Um, Van
1: Halen.
2: <laughs> the, the Kinks covered it. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's really quite a venerable standard. Like, um, you know, a Motown standard. Um,
1: oh, the, yeah, the ultimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But then uh, the way that Rob changes the lyrics, you know, young and old, the lame and the whole. Maybe be dancing in the street, everybody be moving, everyone get high. You know, I think it is, maybe there is some aspect of optimism in what he's saying, but it's also quite uh, wistful that, uh, you know, you need to be in an altered state uh, and maybe everyone's in a bit of a trance to achieve that sort of unity and that sort of, uh, you know, care- Not, I don't want to say carelessness, that's not the right word. I mean, without a care, not having cares. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Um, it's like john lennon-esque kind of yeah you know
2: so it is it's sort of like the two sides i think um it is joyful and wistful, and uh it mm-hmm. is again sort of repeated so it is soothing but things that are soothing um kind of lull you off in happiness and it mm-hmm. also lulls you away from worry uh and i think the song is maybe doing both it's really quite a, a beautiful little exercise um and Ooh. it's interesting that it wasn't included on the um the lp release because of course i got to know it as on a cd so it's sort of a uh inseparable uh, part of it but i, I wonder what yeah. it was like for uh people to discover it later like i discovered um youth and lifelike um mm-hmm. i think i would have preferred to discover this than those songs which are not mm-hmm. my favorites <laughs> but uh, they seem a little tacked on but this is like an inseparable part Um, uh, and of uh, Mr. Happy, which I consider very unified thematically and musically in terms of like the songs that are included in the order of the songs on the album, um, maybe second only to um, 0 plus 2 equals 1, in my opinion.
3: Wow, whoa. Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. And maybe not in terms of my favorites and everything, but uh, in terms of as a a whole album, as a sort of thematic Uh unit. uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Nice.
1: Nasty, man. that right. That was cool. And you were saying that the F word really more than cool. I think Jordan said all episode, man. <laughs> you were. <laughs> that was great.
0: That was awesome. That was funny. Michelle, I can't wait you, to hear that
1: again. Okay.
0: What do you want to lay on us? Well,
1: this song never really busted my nuts, but I do like tons of elements of it. The other guys along with me will probably note the Dancing in the Street nod, a song performed by Martha and the Vandellas, written by Marvin Gaye. I was really surprised to see that. And uh, two other people, William Mickey Stevenson and Ivy Joe Hunter. I looked that up on uh, you know, Wikipedia, of course. Again today, we have two, two lousy instruments laying it down, and it's pretty colossal. There is something so profound and grand about Rob, both in his bass playing and his singing. When they play together, and especially in this instance, it sounds like John is hugging his brother. Do you know what I'm saying? I do.
2: Uh, A little aside, there's, um, there's sort of a boom. Sound right at the beginning. Oh, and God, I'm trying to figure sound. out I'd what it is, that. whether it's keys yeah. or whether it's. I know, a bass. I, right?
0: I don't know what you mean. I got to listen. It, you know, it's starting at the yeah. at the very beginning. It's like probably the most monumental boom boom, like oh. fucking double, like it's in your chest. Yeah. It's well, not even it a note. Audio, will it's you? not a will bass.
1: You put it on the audio so we can hear it. Or
0: I can't. Well, right I mean, now, like no, like post stuff. But I can Like yeah, 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 yeah. I will, Cal. Put it. I'll put it in right now so everyone knows what we're talking about. Let the bells ring. out all right, there oh, it was. Oh,
2: <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah, no, do that. Yeah. But I just, when, when John... It's, it's yeah,
2: super powerful. Part, and I didn't talk about the music at all because I figured it's that, incredible. Uh, sort of get
0: to it. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to no, get to it no, as Michelle I, I is just, right now. Go I, ahead.
1: I really came to that realization today. Like John just, just, he doesn't overpower. He just puts enough interest in where you're like, hey, I was looking at this guy, but now I'm looking. But he always sounds like he's hugging Rob. He's in his own world in the back, but always letting Rob shine. Total music making mm.
0: and grace, perfect title for the song too. Yep. Nice. So, I mean, love both what both of you said, Matthew. I loved your fucking description of the lyrics. I yeah, had a lot of the same great. thoughts. I probably then I, I I probably won't actually have much to say about the words because I think you really nailed a lot what I want to say. But I'll, I'll probably in the context of the music. So I really want to talk about the music. Um, I really, really love this song because I think it is so beautifully mm-hmm. subtle. I mm-hmm. think there is such gorgeousness in the subtlety of Rob's playing in, in his variety of attack on just two Mm -hmm. notes and how it's, or just one note, the way, the way this disintegrates in from slowly melting from that, you know, the melting iceberg of that Mm -hmm. song. And then slowly this one bell clarion call of this bass Mm -hmm. note comes in and he just does it with, with this gentle attack and then more (laughs) and vigorous and then gentle. And it's just, it's, It's beautiful. It's like, it's really subtle and thoughtful. And throughout the entire song, everything he does is so subtle and thoughtful. His vocal delivery is so subtle and thoughtful. It, it it's so soothing at times, like a lullaby. But then he gives it mm-hmm. just enough mm-hmm. snarl at times to give it that extra depth. And John behind it, like you said, oh it's like a God, hug. So much. And he knows he knows when to stay in the back, just riding the hi hat uh-huh. just a little bit, and then comes in with some fills that are not a fill you would normally expect. That's not pyrotechnic, but really gives this gravity underneath what Rob is is yes. saying and Rob is playing. And this is I I absolutely think this album is an album that puts to lie anybody who will say, not that anybody would, but like vinyl is always better than a CD, right? Like, no, this Mr. Happy exists as a whole. On that CD release, not the, not the LP. Marker has the LP now. And he and I were talking about the other day. He's like, I like listening to that, but I can't very often because the back half of the album just doesn't fucking exist. It's not good. It's not good sequencing. It doesn't feel right. You can't go from Kill Everyone Now to Cat Sets and Noxies. It doesn't work. Hmm. It's not the right you need to go from kill everyone now this and the insanity and intensity of that into i need you which brings you back into the feeling into slowly melting which is this brain melting john composition yeah. that gets your mind completely jazzed this is what i this is how i feel about it's lead into lullaby slowly melting gets my mind primed to listen to fucking intricate prog and just really be in the zone so that I'm listening to it. But I don't have to, I don't have to try with slowly melting. It's just fucking pummeling me. And then it leads me out and my brain is already ready to hear that level of complexity. And they give me this simplicity, but it allows me to hear the subtlety in this song because I've just been let out by this monster fucking complicated song. So my brain's ready to hear the subtlety of right. lullaby. Oh. It's ready to hear how fucking intricate the small things are in this because they really are small. And then tonally, it's important to come down off of slowly melting, come down into lullaby and have that rest before going into cat sets and noxies. I think it, it's, I I don't know. I, I don't know that I'd call Mr. Happy my favorite album. It certainly has my favorite song on it. I do think it's their best statement. I think it's their best complete Mm, statement. Really? Above for me, above zero plus two, even though that's right there with it. And I I don't wouldn't say that every day Mm -hmm. of the week. There'd be other days I disagree. Mm -hmm. But I think Mr. Happy is such a complete fucking statement and has a has a through line and a resonance from back from front to back. And without those three songs, it's not. It's just not. It doesn't, it's Mm -hmm. not the same. And lullaby is crucial for that. So to me, lullaby really works on its own, but not as much as it does in context of the songs before and after it. It is, I wouldn't call it a bridge, but it is a necessary tonal and, and emotional and rhythmic shift from two colossal songs um, that it just lets you come down. And, but not, not come down and get off the hook, come down and actually have to settle into something subtle to attend to something subtle and beautiful uh, and wistful and uh, melancholic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not just happy, right? Like Matthew, you talked about that. It's not, the the very fact that the line is the hero is dead and the children are in bed, that sets the tone. It's like, this is not, you know, this is real life. The heroes don't fucking live, they die. And, and you still gotta put your children in bed. Yet, we're still gonna go dance in the streets. <laughs> I may have to fucking smoke a bunch of fucking dope, too much dope, to enjoy oh that. But God. the lame in the hole, we're still going to be out there dancing in the streets. So there is this residedness to the reality of life, but still an attempt to have beauty. There's something really beautiful. And Rob's note, that bell, mm-hmm. it's yeah, just, cool. it is a de here, like you said. That is a that is a meditation. This song is such a beautiful meditation and it shows another side of of no means no and shows a a ability to do so much that's so subtle Uh, it's just beautiful just beautiful i I
1: gotta say something or ask something you know with what you guys were just talking about and for any music that you loved in your life i i think one needs to remind themselves that this was made in a recording studio so these artists have to just get in the fucking zone for what they want to deliver. Yeah. They don't have a crowd there. They don't have, well, they might have some friends, but they're in the you know, other room. They're in an ISO booth or in this big room, and, and all they mm-hmm. have is who's with them. And to hear music that you love and embrace like this, it's just fascinating to me, and I often think about it a lot, of them being in a recording studio by themselves kind of, having to do this. And and it yeah, really adds a lot to like what you said, Jordan, what you said, Matthew, you got to bring this out of yourself and to do it in a room. Yeah. That's kind of, kind of a, artificial. Not, yeah, exactly. I was going to say bleak environment, but yes, Matthew artificial. It's just, I, I don't know if you listen to some of your best favorite, most awesomest music, it's pretty fun and cool to think about what they had to do in their mind to get what they laid down.
2: Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's what I want to say. Yeah. I started thinking about it's the word, um, soporific as an adjective, um, that it something to put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like is, it's, a, it's got that, that's, and that's what a little by is, uh, yep. but I hadn't thought also the, the other meaning of, to, to put to sleep.
1: Oh,
0: like to right. go bye-bye. Yeah. Bye? yeah. The final, the final sleep.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wake ourselves up a little bit with some coffee, hop back into the the we're going to get back into that car that took us back to too much dope and go way back to the pre mama days again, or at least the mama outtake days to listen to the eponymous song. No means no. So let's let's say yes to a little cut of this one.
2: heard this song until i mean you said it came out on something in 1991 i'm surprised it didn't so sort of 81 oh 81 no yeah. oh wow crazy all right no it uh was not available to me until uh, i'd say i only heard it in the last three, four or five years what really so, somebody gave me a folder yeah me too with I uh hear? rarities of uh, most of which i had but this one um didn't i don't i didn't know that there was a uh, a previous release, so I, as I said, I think this was on All Years You Can Hear as well in 2007, and maybe it's only after that, so it of filtered into the internet that I was able to find it. Yeah, this this totally belongs on Mama. I have no idea why they didn't mm-hmm. leave mm-hmm. it there.
3: Exactly. There,
2: I like this better than some of the songs on Mama. Although I love most of Mama. Um, I mean, what a butt shaker baseline in terms of you know thematically, this is distilled, distilled no means no, especially from the, the uh, from the period. I mean, it's a little bit. um I don't want to say nihilistic, but it's sort of like I'm just do your do your own thing, and like I mm-hmm. don't don't worry about conforming. Um, and in that way, it's sort of um, pretty pretty simple. Um, how he has expresses of maybe a young man's uh, disdain, rather than um, just sort of not thinking about them at all as people who conform. Just he, he actually uh, shows some you know, hostility towards him. You ever want to live a lie? Then brother go die. Um, I think later Rob would just like, I don't care. <laughs> go, go, right. go do right. your thing. It's like, uh, <laughs> this Rob singing this song, um, is a little bit more passionate about, uh, these sorts of feelings, which I think are the same and relatively unchanged as he got older, except that, um, it, it sort of became more about him and less about other people. Uh, and, um, do what you like, don't conform. Um, I do wonder, um, does this song did it precede them naming themselves no means no oh right i had that same
0: thought because
2: who knows <laughs> the
0: fuck?
1: because it, minds want to know yeah yeah that's i mean maybe good,
2: it's they wrote the song and they had the idea and maybe they didn't include it because they didn't want um you know it, it is a little bit cheesy <laughs> when uh, a, a band has And (laughs) upon album, maybe a first album, that's okay. But like a song named after yourself.
3: Yeah. So it's like,
2: oh, where were you? What were you thinking? I remember uh, I always used to enjoy saying this when I was uh, doing my radio show. Uh, The band, sort of pop punk band Pennywise. They had a song called Pennywise off the album Pennywise. So it's Pennywise off Pennywise (laughs) by Pennywise. (laughs) I can't think of that many examples of of that. I'm sure there are more, but um, yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Somebody just said that about Iron Maiden. Didn't Iron Maiden do the same thing?
2: Uh, I don't know. Not familiar enough. Uh, to this. <laughs> I got. Oh,
1: I gotta look it up. Did I just embarrass myself?
2: No, you probably Shit. embarrassed me by not knowing Iron Maiden well enough. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta look it up now. I, I love the sort of there's a sort of nya nya section, so quite, <laughs> quite quite snotty, um, but then right at the, it's a very kind of up um, uh, major chord kind of feel. It is very uh, rump shaky, rump shaky. Uh, the playing on the ride bell follows the bass um there's an interesting tempo change in mid bridge i don't know whether it almost feels like a mistake but they managed to cover it up (laughs) and keep going um and then the end is that strange chromatic chiming sound which is a little eerie creepy uh which is like one of the main sounds in mama's little boy
0: I was gonna say it's the opening oh, to Mama's Little Boy. It's yeah. the exact same oh, fucking oh, set of chords. It's so crazy. And that would have been yeah, awesome if it.
2: they'd popped this song in before Mama's Little Boy on uh, exactly the, right.
0: Ooh, nice it made point. me wonder if they w- made me wonder if they like did right when they were recording and ah, yeah. somehow and just cut this one out. <laughs> and uh,
2: sometimes we discover, you know, I don't know who it is that transcribes lyrics. Obviously, it's going to be a fan of no means no to be transcribing yeah, a song mean. so uh, obscure. Um, but whoever, to their credit, you know, they did put in some question marks, um, rather than putting (laughs) the definitive lyric, uh, in the lyric site, which get, you know, kind of downloaded and put all over other lyric sites. But, uh, I just worry about giving in to all of their sure stains question mark. And I think it was to all of their sure things. Sure things. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Although I couldn't find the lyrics to
0: this. I'm impressed you did. I didn't look hard enough. Clearly. Yeah. I just tried to Uh pick them out.
2: To all the terror of fathers and kings. To all the little dictators that shit on everything that's good. No, it's not good. It's pure. that's um, pure, yeah. Yeah. But uh, fantastic song. So much fun. Um, I would love to have seen that one played live. I think that no would have shit. danced their sweaty asses off to it. Yep, um, yep, yep. Yeah, so... Um, Really, really great one. If you haven't heard it before, look it up uh, and uh, shake your butt. Shake your rumpa.
0: Nice. I, I want to make a correction before you come in, Strangie. I had said this came out 81. No, I think that's when it was originally recorded. Uh, the How Much Longer Over a Century of Vivisection and Anti-Vivisection Compilation actually came out in 1992. Okay, ah, that's what ah, I thought
2: you said earlier, yeah. That's what I'm wondering because like, this is around like the, the, yeah, the yeah. early rabid section of yeah. my no Museum fandom how how i didn't track
0: that down is uh, a mystery yeah. to me it also had like pj harvey on there pop weird. guns um emf daisy I, chainsaw I've never even heard lush
1: of this fucking record here
0: yeah i don't know so and it's wow. so, just a weird one to put on a compilation from 92 like what a weird uh, anyway it's huh. interesting um huh. all right michelle go ahead
1: <sighs> yes Pull out the plaid pants and start cutting the rug with me. Matthew, <laughs> get your plaid pants on. Drums oh, well. and bass, that's it.
2: What if I take my plaid pants off?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you probably <laughs> have them <laughs> off <laughs> in your basement, <laughs> right? You probably have no pants on right now.
0: We'll never know It's I'm soon. I'm surprised
1: you're wearing a shirt that's so hot up there. Anyways, these guys do so much with just these two instruments. It just shows you early on that anything else meaning other instruments would just have to be seasoning on the entree. Rob's voice has the anxious urgency to it. It's almost a cry at times, which always goes well with the complex stuff they're laying down. Well super nasal oh. too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little odd. I wouldn't say that he's got like my favorite guy's voice, but it's it goes well with the music. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they put the emphasis on, I think the song is in four. So when they go no, the first no, that's on the uh, the second beat of the four. One, two, three, four, one, and two, and three, and four, and one, two. So they do no on the, what did I write? They do the first no on the second beat, means is on the end of one, and the second no is on the second beat.
0: You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: I do know what you're saying. Eh. <laughs> I follow. it. Go. Eh. Yeah. Uh, there's, one, <laughs> there's one scream at the end that's kind of like, no.
4: <laughs> it's so fucking funny. His voice I think it's breaking.
1: No, I think it's John. He's like in the back of, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to me. I think it's John. Oh, and it always well, kills
2: me. Being that he wouldn't have been all that long beyond his uh, pu- puberty. Well, yeah, no, but tears. I think it's
1: because he might have been sick. Screaming it out while he was playing, I don't know, mm-hmm. yeah, but it yeah, was right. just that it's like the first time a voice pops in with a with an answer. No, no, it's it's Yodely, which kills me, and then the na 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 ending. I really quite like it's snotty, it's snotty, and it's clever.
0: Nice. It's fucking cool. Yeah, I love all of your comments here. Yep. So, you know, this this song is not that far removed from uh, "Too Much Dope" in terms of time, but they've settled into their groove for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is where they they discovered, oh, we don't we don't need to put uh, fucking a lot of fuzzy guitar on here. I don't need to turn the tone down on the bass and have it be sitting in the back. I'm we're just gonna fucking have the bass be out front, come up with yep. this fucking sick groove play the shit out of it with John and his six arms playing behind me. It's great. It's great. Oh. Uh, Rob's singing oh. is, is, is already more mature and out front. It's a better recording. First of all, right. There's probably mm-hmm. recording on, mm-hmm. I think on a little better equipment, maybe yeah. Um. really great riff. I love John's like, we don't get this very much from him, but those kind of, drum fills toward the end The it's just like yeah. kind of showing off a little more mm-hmm. kind of, I won't say typical, but in terms of structure, mm-hmm. a little more typical and like, well, Hey, the, the, check out the drummer. The fills are definitely <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. these
2: yeah. are the first complicated fills <laughs> I learned sort of fills.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like, Hey, everybody jump right on the drums. Jump <laughs> drum right on the drums. Yeah. But so, but so good. So, 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 so good. Sounds- um, and yeah, the lyrically I, 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 I just had to follow this one along, but it was much easier to pick it out because I didn't find them on the web. But uh, yeah, I, I think everything you said is right on, Matthew. This is this is one of those sort of uh, you know a message from the marginalized, but a little more a little more uh, aggressive than than standoffish, and just sort of you know say fuck to any say fuck you to anyone who tells you what to do, sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? That's got that youthful energy and a little bit more of the angry youthful energy. Yeah. This one's, this one's got a big ass giant middle finger, and Rob's really passionate that's, about That's it. how he's playing um, his
1: bass with just a yeah, middle exactly. finger. Yeah, Just
0: one, <laughs> one big-ass middle this finger. This
2: um, is what they did when somebody gave them a push from Too Much Dope. Oh,
0: God. Exactly. They said, no okay. means no, bitches. Um, Dad jokes. lullaby? No, sorry. Uh, so, I yeah, I really, really like this song. This is great. It was hard to find. I, I had to have you send me the link to this. No, a file. I can't find this on YouTube. I don't think it exists out there. Hmm. Probably because the algorithm can't find a song called no means no by no means no it just pulls up no <laughs> means no it doesn't pull no, up this song there's no so, song
1: by no means no called no means no now so i'm know.
0: wondering i'm wondering how many of you out there have actually heard this um but it's i think one of my favorite of their like undiscovered tracks like right I, this is the one that i'm like why didn't this end up on something why it's wasn't naughty. this on mama oh you know i mean, she shaking love...
2: my ass listen to it like just yeah try i not know. to hit Every my head on the um... six foot uh, six ceiling in the basement yeah right <laughs>
0: Now now that said, there is something about it that feels different than the other songs on Mama. So from that perspective, I can see like tonally, I don't know that it fits on that album. It fits on it in terms oh. of skill and how much it fucking rocks. It's but so
2: direct. Maybe like it it lacks, yeah. it's it's unusually straightforward in terms of yeah. how they express the thoughts. There's not a lot of
0: tongue in cheek here. And, and Matthew, I, I don't want to underplay the fact, I think you could be right that they They may have looked at this and said, "We can't put a song on our album that's got our name. We can't do it. Like it's not. It's too too cheesy. We can't do it." You know what? I know. I mean, they've.
2: Hey, John. Right. Apparently, you're listening these days. Let us know. (laughs)
0: Let us know what happened with this song, buddy. Come on. Um, Yeah. Now, now, this is not the only time they say. No means no. They're just subtle about it in other songs, right? They just mm-hmm. kind of creep it in. We've talked about it every time it's come up, but they creep in saying the, the band's name here and there in old and some other songs, uh, red on red. I think anyway, there's a couple others where they sneak it in, but this is the most, uh, in your face.
1: And there's spaces between word. the words of this song title, yeah. right? No.
0: Me. A- and and, no, no, and that's guess, what yeah.
2: makes me think, yeah. because it's so blatant. I, yeah. I, this, that's to make me think, makes me think that this song came before the naming of the band.
0: No well, shit.
2: And I, it feels like they, know. they took
0: that, they took that phrase, which was fairly, current mm-hmm. at that time in terms of being new mm-hmm. and and then blew it up right into into even the larger context right, of how to right, use right, it right. like no 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 means no to all this bullshit not mm-hmm. just this this mm-hmm. element right mm-hmm. um so yeah it's a great song a real butt shaker yeah you know if, if plaid pants go, go and seek it out go and seek it out uh, i this one's kind of a little bit longer so i probably won't play this whole thing but i'll try to fo- hopefully have found a good clip for you to listen <sighs> yeah, to I, you
1: might want to um, though it's it's good
0: well, see, maybe. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not a super long episode, so maybe I'll do that. Anyway, wow. Well, we covered our four songs, so now let's get to our vote. This is going to be Lullaby versus No Means No. I'm actually interested to hear where this is going to go. I have no idea. Matthew, what's your vote?
2: Well, I think i surprised myself. Uh, I had pretty much come down as like, it's been a while since we recorded last, and so I've been listening to these songs quite a bit. I listen to them as I drive to and from work, uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes at work, um, and I um i w- was pretty much decided on no means no and then uh all of the discussion about lullaby and how it fits into where it is on the album and how it's it, subtler it's it, this uh, no means no is really direct and no means no has a really really beautiful and delicious subtlety even though in some respects it had kind of annoyed me the whole um you know dancing in the street thing in the past but the research I did on it and sort of the, the thinking that I did about it, it's going to make me uh, choose Lullaby this time uh, as a great surprise to me. Oh. Just barely. Right, Michelle.
0: But yeah, yeah. Michelle, where are you at?
1: Oh, man. Oh, I voted for no means no. Heck All yeah. Right. I'm, nice. and I'm proud and I, I'm, I think you guys are, are happy about that.
0: I am. I think it deserves got, a vote. It's got a vote. Yeah. It has a vote.
1: My it's vote is,
0: is for Lullaby. This was not a close one for I me. Know I think Lullaby, I, I uh, much like you, Matthew, and I really appreciate your breakdown of the lyrics on this, um, I think Lullaby, the subtlety of it, uh, blows mm-hmm. me away. I think mm-hmm. it's it shows an entirely different set of skills and, and uh, emotional range yeah, that no, you don't it's, often it's some get sort deceived.
2: of maturation that happens. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and I think it's incredibly important where it's placed. I think in terms of sequencing, and I know it's, we don't always vote for songs in that reason. Sometimes we've used that as a reason not to vote for some songs or I have. Mm-hmm. In hmm. this case, it's a reason for me to vote for it. I think it's a genius placement and uh, yeah. adds innumerably to the album.
2: I was going to say, because, um, is different like happy bridge for instance you know it wouldn't exist but for the songs on either side of it it's important to them but maybe but this one adds to it's absolutely um yep know, it's totally necessary even though it yeah. is you know almost in the style of a of a bridge you know it's it's yeah. got its own identity but it's uh, it's important to where it is um this umbilicus uh between yes uh nice
1: <laughs> wait where where's 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 that from
0: uh, the umbilicus—that's umbilicus. your uh, your belly button, Here. right? No, no I know that, but the... where
1: have I heard somebody use that in, in lyrics for for a song? I don't know. Holy <laughs> shit! I've heard I've heard don't, it in a song before.
0: Go research for us. Figure I, it out. No, no. Well, we've made it, it almost, it. almost no. to the end. Uh, let's, before we wrap up, we're going to go ahead and have what right now is our last. Andy's Corrections for a little bit. Although, I mean, he won't have much to say about this week. Uh, there are still some Andy songs in the mix, a few. Uh, so I'm sure we'll get a few more of his thoughts here and there. But yeah, guys, I mean, we're getting to the end of... Uh, really to the end of Andy's Corrections on mass Because we've almost covered all oh, the songs. So no. I really hope you've enjoyed well, those. I hope
2: that um, maybe... In future, like his input, because uh, he's still listening, hopefully he will still continue to listen. That, uh you know, maybe he'll
0: weigh in on what yeah, he thinks about, you know, non Andy songs. That would be,
1: I would love that.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He's, he said that uh, like privately a few times to us, but I'm not going to share be, those he's thoughts, right? be care- so,
3: Careful. Yeah. He's got
0: to be careful. But, but, but anyway, we're going to, we've, really uh, we've got two really good, we've got two really good entries today, and and Matthew's going to read them for us. So go
2: ahead, Matthew okay uh andy's corrections there we go um forward yeah. to death uh no means no we're asked to contribute to virus 100 the dead kennedy's tribute album which we thought was a very cool thing to be asked to do from what i can remember i brought up the idea in conversation with rob and john about doing our dk's cover acapella but with our singing not only vocals but also the instrument parts oh. People do that all the time when describing bits of songs to each other, and we just oh, figure yeah. we'd do it for an entire song. Ah. We thought of which song would work the best and came up with Forward to Death from Fresh Fruit. And uh, It was fun, intense, and also short in length. The original idea was for each band member to sync slash play their own instrument, but I believe there was some crossover in the end. We listened to the original ah. very closely and tried to replicate the exas- exact parts as best as we could manage. Layer on pay- upon layer, it got recorded one track at a time. All of the parts oh, were recorded man. multiple times to create a wall of sound, as it were. Oh. The bass is panned to the left and guitar panned to the right. I seem nice. to recall John playing his kick drum part on his chest. He did each piece of his drum kit individually. Ha ha ha. We all sang it. We, all, we can, You can hear Rob singing on the right side, John on the left, and me straight up the middle. Anyways, we we're very happy with the end result, although it has to be said, we never played this live. Winky <laughs> emoji. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's um, some juicy info, man. Yeah.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 I love that.
2: Oh, Canada, written by Subhumans bass player Jerry, i don't know if it's gary or jerry i'm sorry i think it's jerry hannah and originally released in 1978 as the flip side to death to the psychoids this cover version was done by no means no to be one half of a benefit single for the prisoners rights group run by activist claire colhane graphic artist john yates released it on his own allied recording label we'd been subhumans fans for years and had gotten to know brian Goble, their singer through our shows with doa like with the other side of the single, DOA's New Age, we played it pretty straight with Oh Canada. There's nothing very original with our take of this, but that was never our intention. I can say it was really fun to learn and to play. The only trivia worth mentioning is me mishearing some of the original lyrics. The actual lyrics are, and in the capital, they're sipping their tea. What you hear me sing is, and in the capital, stupid MPs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ma- Matthew, you called that one when he we when do. we did it. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, that's so fucking good. As always, incredibly appreciated hearing this shit. Um, yes,
1: thank you, Andrew. It's absolutely incredible.
0: Oh, and I absolutely. can't
2: remember if I mentioned, I probably did, uh, MPs, just for our American, non-Canadian listeners, uh, I guess British and Australian, New Zealand listeners would probably know it means member of parliament. It's kind of like yep. your
0: representative. The Congress, then, the yes. stupid politicians. Yeah. I thought
1: uh, it was yeah. military
0: police. Mm. That's in the U.S. I think it's MPs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so fucking ignorant. Oh, <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. No. Well, everyone. Oh, can you take you've... that
1: out, Jordan? I can't. Nope. Know.
0: Sorry. But I'm
2: going to highlight on. it. Oh, no, come fuck. On. It must be said. I... Uh, military police. Probably
0: they would feel the same about them. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, it's okay. not how, yeah. how the fuck would you know we don't have other, anything I other than those know. MPs I, I here I should know though no you shouldn't you're not Canadian well, well,
1: what's his name so, from Poland he's speaking English That just uh, his well, English was perfect by the way did you hear it him?
0: lets everyone feel better than I
2: right, knew he of, lived than in than Australia us. I was trying to detect any hint of an Australian
0: accent and it's really not there not a bit it's kind of no amazing, yeah, a bit. Yeah. no Probably. so listener you've made it you've made it to the end of episode 39 for fuck's sake of the No Means No podcast no Means No Thing podcast, sorry. The No Means No Thing is produced and edited by yours truly, Jordan Flato. Co-hosting and excellent podcast graphics mm. are by Matthew Kowalik. Michelle Strangest is our third and everyone's favorite co-host and official Foley artist. Shout out to our official Ignoramus. mascot, Teddy. Hey, Teddy. Teddy. Thank you to No Means No for the use of stock taking as our intro and outro music. And just one question. How do you hide from something you have found? That secret time where we run the algorithm. <laughs> well, of course it's this because <laughs> oh. oh, no spoilers.
1: I hear the price no is spoilers. right wheel spinning. Come on, there's
0: not there's not that many left, right? Ooh, so oh, is it, is it good? Oh my god. It's good, it's good. I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting. And then okay, yeah, good. This is gonna be a fun fucking episode full of bangers. I bangers think and it mash. Is. Um, okay. Here's the next one. Hold on. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Some bangers. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to listening to these songs again and again and again and again and again. All right. Now, I'm, some of you at again. home, some, some of you have already been starting to do this and trying to guess which songs are left. And a couple of you have come real close because I have that spreadsheet up, which was has some mistakes in it. I'm trying to correct that. But see if you can guess. There's not many left. Uh, I don't know. Make yourself some fucking bingo card or something. Anyway, all I want to say is. Fuck off.